0: Welcome back to the fan club, everybody. We are back in business with the interviews, and we're super excited for our guest today. But uh, how are we doing, fellas?
1: Good. It's been an awesome week in Minneapolis here. Felt good to stay here for a little bit longer than we normally have this summer and hang out and enjoy the awesome weather so far. So
0: Yeah, pretty busy this week, too, with uh, hanging out at the 3M Open for a couple days, um our boss headed back because he's got he's in a wedding this weekend and then his wedding's the following weekend so he's back home in Canada for a couple weeks it's just us yeah a little hectic schedule we got but
2: it's gonna be a cool dynamic here with us today without having Lawson in the room so I think Mm -hmm. we're gonna
0: crush it yeah he's always got the analytical questions I know one of us will have to dive deep into our brain
2: You know, that's what I was trying to uh, come up with before hopping into the room today. I was like, hmm, how could it be like Lawson? Because I'm kind of taking his role in a sense today. But I don't know if I'll be able to tap into the analytical side like he does. Believe in you, man. I'll give it my best. I'm going to
0: crush this interview. So uh, listen up, because we're going hard into this interview today. We're fired up. running down the hallways before here. Yeah, we actually were. We're We was out there
2: hyping up all the
0: other office mates. No one came out, but... No one came out of their offices to uh, come give me a high five or anything, but I think they're ready to go. They knew what was <laughs> up. They know what's going on. Yeah, the I went outside and did a little
1: skip around to kind of loosen up a little bit. And do some w- karaoke? Yes, I My actually knees? did. I actually no did like, a That's mini hilarious. hockey warm-up, and Wish you got this lady film. just came out of her Jeep and just looked at me, and then I just gave her like a little... Wave and then she kind of laughed and just shook her head. she's not walking in. No. I guess
2: uh, not often do you pull into a business like building and see someone that works there doing high knees in the parking <laughs> lot.
0: Never have I ever seen no. that. I'm just
1: glad I wasn't wearing like a dress shirt and pants because then that would have been even crazier. But oh yeah, got me pumped up. It's gonna be a fun one.
0: Yeah, Frizz. Uh, you met our guest in person. Yelly and I have yet to meet her. Just yet, but uh, give us the honors. Who are we talking with today? So
1: we were at the Stanley Cup finals in Florida a few weeks ago, probably a month ago now roughly, and uh, we were with Celsius. They brought us there, and we were in a suite and just kind of hanging out, doing our own thing. Then I get a text from Lawson saying that, Oh, Emma just told me that uh, so-and-so is here, which is our guest, Kat Stickler. And that was with Johnny, Bates, Dave. So, like, we obviously like our social media and stuff like that, but we don't really follow, like, too many, like, personalities. So... Emma Lawson's fiance, she loves those kind of people, like always watches them. And she's like, you have to get them to do a video with her. She's massive. So we quickly go on our phones, do a deep dive, see who she is. And we're like, oh, wow, this is pretty crazy. Because she has a massive following across TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. And we just started talking. And her personality, as you'll see here in this interview, really kind of shines itself and we kind of connected right away and got some videos in together and that's how uh her first intro to the hockey guys was
0: nice well uh we're really looking forward to it um being able to chat with kat and hear her story as she's been popular on social media for quite some time with over 10 million tiktok followers a million instagram insane numbers she's got it going and uh Cuddy, I think it's time to send us over to the interview. Welcome, Ms. Kat Stickler, to the Fan Club Pod. It's a pleasure to have you on, and uh, we were really looking forward to talking with you after some of the guys got to meet you in Florida, but uh, welcome.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, look at that. Outfit change, too.
3: <laughs> for Barbie, right? Hot pink.
0: Barbie. Oh, have you seen the movie yet?
3: No, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> I either. can't get tickets because it's all sold out.
0: Where do you uh, where do you live right now?
3: I live in Tampa, Florida.
0: Oh, beautiful! Jealous,
1: yeah. One of our favorite spots.
3: Where do you guys live again? Minnesota. Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, all the way up here. But it is about ninety five degrees today. So,
3: are you guys the most famous people in Minnesota?
0: (laughs) Uh, It depends who you ask.
1: (laughs) I'm sure a very small amount of people would say that. But we'll keep we'll keep trucking along.
0: That'd be a sweet goal. I think uh I think Prince has this beat. Yeah. Vikings. Uh Kirk Cousins. Uh, oh yeah. There's a few other bigger <laughs> names that other than us little mediocre TikTokers, but
3: it's funny.
2: Yeah, what okay. you been
0: up to? How's the uh how's July been treating you since the Stanley Cup?
3: Um July's been really good. <laughs> um halfway through the year which i think is so insane yeah um i don't know i just can't believe it's already going to be 2024.
0: yeah it's crazy don't speed it up too too much we still yeah. got we still yeah. got like
3: i know we're not even in all year. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's like i don't even know like with what we do like what comes next like what do we do next like
0: you saying from a from an influencer side what's next
3: yeah like for like creators like this yeah mm. i don't know i think about that a lot like, getting, like what what am i going to be doing in five years like it's like it's not gonna pretty be
0: deep making videos we're getting pretty deep pretty yeah. early here <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so are you a natural then goal setter with when you're planning out your content and strategies like i know you said you think about it a lot thinking forward like do you plan your content out or are you pretty just like go with it as it comes type of person with when it comes to that stuff
3: i think it's a mixture of both because i don't know i feel like creativity is something like that's so infinite you can't like confine something like that but it's also having discipline knowing that it's not just whenever you feel like it kind of thing yeah um and i think it is hard to kind of goal set in this field because i could have never goal set being successful on TikTok like I didn't even know that was a possibility you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. it's hard to set a goal towards something you don't even know is possible or not if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think I'm just like in this limbo of like being really happy with where I am but also having no idea like where I'm going kind of thing
0: yeah that's very true I mean things change like I mean all the time like you said month to month even week to week you're like okay, what's this week? Am I going somewhere? What kind of videos am I going to come up with? But do you, do you plan out your weekly posting schedules or are you literally like, I have this many things to do. I don't know when I'm going to do them, but they're just going to happen.
3: You know, I wish I, I think I do try to plan it out, but it never goes according to plan. Like. Maybe like there's a skit, and then I start acting it out, and I'm editing it, and I'm like, this isn't funny at all, so I won't post it. <laughs> or there was a joke that I didn't like, and I want to redo it and make that the first video. Like I feel like it's so subjective to my mood that day, or like the weather, or who's with me. Um, so I do try to plan as much as I can, but then it's also like I have to be at a certain level, and sometimes I can't really control that all the time.
0: Yeah makes sense so how how did you uh really start being in social media that's always the fun question to ask because everyone's so different um what really got you into it and wanting to create content
3: i think i was like a stay-at-home mom i was really bored and every time my daughter would take a nap which when they're babies they take like five naps a day (laughs) I was like, I don't know what to do. And I like, I'd watch Netflix and I was kind of just waiting for my job to start back up again because of COVID. And then I just started making videos and being kind of like very transparent with life and trying to make things that weren't necessarily funny, kind of funny Mm
1: -hmm.
3: and just basically lightening it. So it's not such a stigma kind of idea and people kind of resonated with it. And that's kind of how it started.
1: Did you, uh, have like a specific moment or span where you just saw like a crazy amount of growth or was it kind of week to week, slow and steady?
3: No, it was a crazy one. I think it was when like Barstool reposted it and then E! News and then it just kind of like, I'd never seen numbers rise that fast. It was like, I was at what, like, I think I was at like 8,000 followers or something. And then it just shot up from the first viral video and then the second one. Yeah, it was, it was some viral videos that ended up really being the contributor to like all the followers, so like a, a quick growth.
1: And, uh, yeah, which videos were those?
3: The, so the peach milkshake one.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: I've been seeing your content for like, I feel like forever.
3: Right. It's like, cause I feel like I've had so many lifetimes on social media. Like, <laughs> I was getting married and like oh I'm having this baby and like oh we have a baby and now I'm married but now I'm getting divorced and now I'm like on my own now now I'm dating again like all these like my feel like social media is literally like my video diary that everyone gets to see.
0: I think that's me. why people I think that's what attracts people to your pages though because you you basically let everything out. I don't mm-hmm. know how much you keep private. I don't know what you keep to your business, but. It seems like you're very more open than a lot of creators.
3: Yeah, and I think that's interesting because I'm actually not I'm a I'm a pretty private person <laughs> or I was. Um, but I think honestly, when COVID was happening, everyone really wanted connection and to feel whatever that was mm-hmm. through social media and TikTok mm-hmm. was this new platform that was giving everyone that. So I think I don't know. It gave me a space where I felt like I could be comfortable, and it also—I had no one else to talk to. Like mm-hmm. literally, no one else to talk to. So I'm like, I'll just do a video about it because, like, I was the only one of my friends that was pregnant. Like, I just was going through all these things. That I feel like no one understood. But then you post online, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, I went through the same thing!" or "Oh my god, da da da!" or "I feel this way" or "that way." So it's cool to see how many people you can connect with just by posting a video. Like the reach is insane. Like mm-hmm. conceptualizing over 10 million followers like yeah like more people than like what madison square garden can hold like that's like a country you know like it's just crazy to think about i don't know it's just it's hard to fathom these numbers um and i think that's what helps because you can't or else i'd be super nervous because you can't really fathom it like you it's like you Mm -hmm. just can't understand it sometimes that's what like we
1: kind of say with like we do like TikTok live like pretty much every day and there's always roughly like 150 to 200 people on when we're just hanging around the office it feels like nothing but if you would imagine 150 to 200 people standing in front of you watching you talk or do something it's just like insane
0: right yeah when you said a small country of 10 million people that's like (laughs) Imagine talking to 10 million people. Yeah, I I can't. I can't imagine it. I don't think anyone can. No one's ever given a speech to 10 million people. (laughs)
2: Impossible. (laughs) So I know you said that you're at that time during COVID, waiting for your job to kick back in. And then you had these chain of viral videos that hit. Was that in that moment for you? It's like, okay, like I'm going to keep pursuing social media and let this run opposed, uh, then going back to your previous job that you may have had that you're waiting on. Like, was there a time where it's like, okay, I want to do this now. This is like for me.
3: There was a time. I mean, like I didn't really understand. I think when I got my first paycheck through social media, I remember I made like $200, um, posting a story about this woman who made Christmas ornaments and she Mm handmade them and I like posted about it. And I remember being like, okay, that was super easy. Mm -hmm. Um, and she sold a good amount of Christmas ornaments, and I helped her. And and just kind of scaling that and understanding it, I think, was risky. But it also felt – I don't know. It was exciting. And I feel like everyone was just wanting excitement at that point. I'm like, this is a new adventure. Let's just do this. And it was kind of organic how it happened. So
2: Yeah. No, that's awesome. So uh, during that time, you were doing this all on your own. Was there a lot of like – were you – pounding on like brands doors i know you said about the ornaments like yeah were you emailing or how are you like getting in contact with people
3: like 40 a day like everyone would say no all the time and then i mean now it's to the point where they reach out to me which is such a huge blessing but i remember one company told me no um In like a mean way. Oh. (laughs) I'm like, you could have just said no, but they like (laughs) added why no. They're like, you're just not really our look. Like, I don't even know what they said, and I was like so hurt. And then a year later, they asked to work with me. Like, I don't think they even knew that they had turned me down before. And I was like, okay. Like so, like we made it full circle. But yeah, I, I would reach out to a lot, and literally they'd all say no, or they'd say we'll send you free products, but like you know you can't make a living off of. Tennis shoes that they send mm-hmm. but, yeah. yeah. so
0: it's always interesting to us because uh we've kind of had that same thing too where maybe talk to a brand a year ago and then a full year later it's like someone else from the company reaches out and they're like hey we have this great idea so it's so crazy how these brands can have so many different yeah. opinions on one creator um and the fact that they changed their mind obviously i don't know if it was the same person that would be really really funny if you looked at the emails and it was the same contact (laughs) um but just goes to show that there's so many different opinions and that one person is a complete 180 to the next and it's really like you probably didn't do that much different other than grow over the years so it's like what changed yeah right
3: yeah it's just growing And I feel like it's also very important as, like, a creator to pick brands that align with your values or represent something you feel comfortable standing behind because, like, you are your brand. You know, like, you're your own reputation and your reputation is all you have. So you really have to be so selective with who you work with, how you work with them, how you promote them. And it's such a fine line because you're trying to make a career doing this, but then you also don't want to be a sellout, quote-unquote, what people call you. But then you want to, like, maintain your followers and keep them happy, but you kind of need to pay rent. So then it's trying to find that balance where it comes off in a way that's palatable to your followers because a lot of the time they feel like they own you because they made you. So they feel this, like, not in a mean way, but they just – you made a comment in the beginning that I share a lot of my life and a lot of it is like a lot of people feel entitled to it. Like I don't share everything, but I think especially during my divorce, I felt a lot of pressure to share everything. Um, Because then it was like all, all people saw online was a really happy couple and a really happy marriage. And then the next video it's like, we're getting a divorce, which also shows the facade that social media is, you know, that it's, a 60 second clip, not a 24 hour day. Um, So I think it's like such a big balance with like what brands you work with, how you present yourself to your followers, like what you feel comfortable sharing, what you don't feel comfortable sharing and just like setting those limits and boundaries like right off the bat, like before you start growing, like before it becomes a problem kind of thing. I don't even know how I got on that tangent, but.
2: Yeah, no, that's, that makes complete sense. Uh, I think, A lot of us can attest test all that too, especially just like when it comes to you are your brand, like we can agree like that's like our just like mentality and view on it also. But it sounds like you have like not only a good understanding about yourself, your brand and just social media in general. Like what are some of the most important things that social media has like taught you? Or what have you learned from it?
3: Oh my God, so much. (laughs) Um, I think it's just honestly made me more self-aware and confident in who I am. Like, I think you get more confident with age, but I think hearing comments about your life or wanting to justify things people are saying because they're not true and wanting to, it just shows you what matters. It shows you whose opinions matter in your life. It helps you discern what you're going to give your energy to and what you're not going to give your energy to. And I mean, I can say this right now because I feel good today, but you know, like last month, someone wrote something mean and I was like devastated. But social media has taught me like, I'm stronger than I think. Social media has taught me like, the power we have as humans to connect with people is so surreal. We have to like really cherish that and take care of it. It's taught me that this is a real of the best parts of people's lives. So I think that's why it helps when I post really vulnerable stuff because it makes people feel heard and understood. And I don't know, I feel like it's taught me a little bit more of humanity, I guess, because it's showed me the good side of people and the bad side of people. Um, And I never really knew people were that good or that bad before, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, that basically sums sums it all up because it is such a, it can be a cruel world In the social media realm where you i mean you get a million dms all the time of people saying things that we don't need to repeat or like um going after you for nothing and you're just like hey but now you have the the resume and everything that you've built up and be like i've made a career out of this and like you said earlier you don't know what's coming up in five years but i bet something that you've been doing the last two years is now going to set you up for what's next in five years.
3: Right. And it's like working hard with the brands that you have right now and the opportunities you have. And just really trying to give your best. Like it's, it's hard being original every time you post, it's hard coming up with new ideas every single time that hit. Like it's also can be discouraging when you think something's really funny or really creative and authentic and it doesn't do well, you know? So it's, being okay with things that you have no control over and it's like finding that that center with that but yeah social media is so (laughs) unpredictable so who knows
0: have you always been a naturally like comedic person or did this or did that uh personality come out once you started social media
3: no i think that was always my thing like with my family i always or with my friends with anyone really i would i was always the goal would be to be funny like i wanted to make people laugh or that's how i dealt with feeling like awkward in high school and like oh just be funny like it's fine like it's a good mask and um yeah like even hispanic mother stuff like i'd always impersonate my mom like even when i was little and it was like funny and then
0: they still are (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. and then I did it and I posted it and people were like, what? And I'm like, I didn't even know it would do so good because I used to do it all the time. Like I was used to her and doing that stuff, but yeah, I've always been like the quirky one, the funny one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You were sure, uh, funny in person when we met you there in Florida, we already kind of did a little brief intro of how we did meet, but What was your first uh, impression on the hockey guys and shooting some videos with us?
3: Wait, what was your first impression of me?
1: Oh, I'd have to say you definitely have some energy to you and you are, in fact, funny in person. It's not all just skits.
0: Good. Good answer.
3: (laughs) I think mine was... um... I'm trying to like be as honest as I can be. I don't know. You guys were just filming, like creating content. And I was intrigued and like, well, what are they doing? Cause no one else is doing that. And I need to film content. Um, and then I, I don't even know who I went up to. I think it was you or Johnny. And I was like, Hey, I'm Kat. I have a funny video we can make. I'll do one with you guys. If you do one with me. Um, and it's like, weird doing that. Cause I don't usually do that. Like you guys collab a lot with people. Um, But I don't usually, so it was really fun doing that with you guys. But I don't know. I thought you guys were nice boys. And, like, I think you guys don't realize your reputation is super important as well. Like, even, like, if you read through your comments or, like, people DMing me when I posted about you guys, like, you're very beloved. Like, and so the women that like you, you represent, like, not a douchebag. And that's important. Um, Because, A, that gets you more people but the brands want to work with someone like that like they want to stand behind someone like that um but you guys came off really genuine and nice and you guys were funny so that was good i was wow. like oh thank god thank you
1: that's, that's a nice awesome.
0: compliment good job yeah you did oh, it oh yeah we did it as well uh, something <laughs> else
1: that we thought that was funny when we did the uh when johnny was in your video about the boyfriend and sports thing that was funny reading all the comments and everyone oh who's this who's this that just
3: i know i mean it literally perception is everything. Like I could have played a storyline and make people think that I'm dating Johnny right now. Like it's literally just whatever you choose to post. It's this much Mm -hmm. of what people see and then they just project it to, Oh, that's what it is most of the day kind of thing. But people, yeah, people went crazy.
1: Yeah. That was definitely a fun night. We, uh, for those listening, we shut down the arena. We're the last ones there (laughs) creating videos. So we made it count.
3: That's when we filmed that video, the last one. It was empty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's oh, yeah. perception, I like you just the said there. From
3: when it was loud, because you could tell it wasn't even loud. So I had to like transfer the audio over. That's so wow. funny. I forgot that.
2: You would have never known. I didn't know
0: that. That's the well. hockey guy's way. Shutting down the arena. Perception yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, is everything. There.
0: Yeah. So are you a big hockey fan? No. No.
3: But I mean, I like watching it. It's like indoors. It's fun. There's fights. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like I understand how it's played. I like going to hockey yeah but do I like sports no no maybe I don't know do I think about them ever no I never think about them
0: you like the event yeah okay the
3: social like connection is fun yeah
0: that's fair well sweet what uh you got any plans for the rest of summer different events I guess you're already looking forward to 2024 but have you (laughs) thought about any more of 2023
3: okay so I'm going to the you guys know Virgin Galactica
1: yeah you're going to space What's that? (laughs)
3: No, can you imagine? (laughs)
1: No,
3: I'm literally gonna go like to their center and like learn about that stuff. And I don't know, I'm really excited for that. That's my next thing. That is super cool.
2: What is that?
1: It's like there's their expedition. Oh, really? So they're like
3: launching a shuttle with like a mother-daughter duo. Like it's a mother-daughter astronaut, like pair.
0: Yeah, wow. That's One day, that's gonna be you.
3: I would. Can you imagine me with my mother in a? Uh, I
0: can't even... What if you did that a Hispanic funny, mother, uh, Hispanic mother video in space?
3: <sighs> we should make a skit out of that. That would be hilarious. Oh my god, that's so good. I literally think, yeah, that would be really funny.
0: There you go. <laughs> write it down. Put it on the content calendar.
1: How um, how is it? Obviously, like you're traveling around everywhere, doing all this stuff. How is it? like being a single mom and having to balance that.
3: Um,
0: Cause we know nothing about motherhood.
3: Well, <laughs> let me school you guys on it. No, <laughs> I think it's, I don't know. I think honestly, when I saw, wait, can you guys hear me?
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah.
3: I would see single moms and I would be like in the back of my mind, like, I would never, you know, split up from my person. Like I'd want my kid to have both their parents Um, because I was raised by my stepdad and I was always like, I always felt that. So, but I was naive in thinking that I had control over that. And I honestly feel like everything I've judged in my life, the universe has somehow placed me in that same situation. So then when I became that, it was like difficult for me with social media, like how am I being perceived? Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to be this damsel in distress, but you also want to be a woman independent of having a child. Like it's weird going on dates and stuff because you have to go in like not as a mom or as a single mom or as anything. Like you just have to go in as a woman, like as you are and like not let those things identify you. So I think it's, a learning experience every day
1: do you get a lot of helpful mom tips in the comments and dms
3: uh more like hey you're not doing that right
1: that's terrible. yeah
0: that's terrible
3: (laughs) yeah but i mean sometimes people genuinely think they're helping um Mm -hmm. other people you know are just trying to but
0: it's fine yeah it seems like you have obviously a a pretty good support team as well with your family and friends. too. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. That's huge. No, they're literally everything. That's
1: great. Um, I was wondering what obviously the last few years you've grown a lot, done a lot of things. Do you have like a celebrity wow moment that you're like, well, I can't believe I'm like meeting this person or seeing this person?
0: besides the hockey guys yeah besides really
3: <laughs> i think so i was announcing at a concert um it was like 93.3 it's like a concert in tampa um and tate mcrae and jacks like all these singers were performing and i was like in the back with them like just chilling and i'm like <laughs> like it was just kind of surreal for me to hear them and see them and i'm next to them and i listen to them like when i work out and run but they're like right next to me performing on stage i don't know like things like that like yeah. positions i've been in not really where i've like been introduced to someone yeah. but i've been next to them and it was wild oh wow.
2: no that's awesome uh we talked a lot about TikTok. um we we were on your youtube page today so how has that the longer form content been for you has that been something that comes easy or has that been more of like a challenge, like coming up with ideas, creating the content?
3: It's literally you? the hardest. That's the hardest. Yeah, I can't edit it. And if you do edit it, you need it to be a certain amount of time. And then people can see all the mannerisms that you would normally try to hide, like any nervous tics. Or if you say, I say like a lot, um, and like, of course, when you're looking at that and editing it, it's like, it's like, it's crazy. You, you just see everything. Um, but it's also, you just connect on a completely different level. Mm-hmm. And you can convey so much more than the other platforms. And so it's kind of crazy to me the different psychologies you have to have logging onto each different form of social media. Like the psychology on YouTube is completely different from like Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. Same with Instagram and TikTok. Like it's just different things, which also goes to show like some videos perform crazy good on instagram and not that good on tiktok and vice versa um so yeah it's kind of adjusting to the different types of social media platforms but also understanding like they're not all going to perform the same and that's Mm -hmm. okay because people are on there for different reasons and it's also a totally different demographic you know so that's what i've been learning as i've been like dabbling into youtube more
0: have you always been a a true like storyteller or was it hard to talk about yourself and what you like to do? And I mean, everyone, we've all tried the thing when we were really bad at it where we're doing the selfie cam, talking to the phone. And it's like, I hate this. But <laughs> what's your experience yeah, been like?
3: I hate it. It's so it, look, it's so uncomfortable, yeah. like especially watching it back. And it's, it doesn't come naturally. But I, I mean, I think the more you do it, the easier it is. But I think what helps is that the p- followers that respond to that or like reach out to me because of something I posted, it impacts them in a different way. Like I talked about, I found out my ex-husband was like having another baby. And I talked about how I found out, like I found out on social media, like how I felt. like, And I just kind of talked about this thing that other women or men like feel embarrassed to talk about because it's like it's an odd topic it's a subject and it's something private but also it's really public and you're trying to navigate this new life and people don't really talk about that when it happens to them so it wasn't natural for me at all but it made me feel empowered if that makes sense like it was like that was what was pushing me to do it like it also was a little bit cathartic for me and like therapeutic to talk about it Mm -hmm. because I don't talk about it really with friends or family that much. I, I talked about it the most on that YouTube. I did about it. Yeah. Which is ironic. I guess. What
0: are you, what are your feelings? I mean, I think I'm going to know your answer, but like when you're talking so vulner, vulnerably and uh, like you're letting it all out there and then maybe you see a DM from someone like, Hey, this just helped me through something tough in my life as well. How is that bigger than anything to you? Or is that like, something you take pride in and do you spend time growing that community through messages like that?
3: Oh yeah. I think that's so important. I think those one-on-one connections are huge for people and it means more than we know. And I think when someone says something like that, completely makes everything worth it. And mm-hmm. I think the first time I felt like, cause when you do this, it's like, am I even making an impact? Am I doing anything besides like, making a fool of myself online. Like, am I making any kind of difference? And there was this one girl and her mom passed away from cancer. And she came up to me. i literally, I was in New York and she went up to me and she just started crying. And she was like, my mom and I would just laugh at your videos when I went with her to do her chemo. And I was like, it's so crazy to me that these people are like, someone's experiencing something in their life that's so The epitome of like pain in this world like losing someone you love and Mm -hmm. but they're also finding a joy in that moment and i'm there with them somehow because that yeah that stuff makes it all it makes the troll that commented something like all of a sudden seems so insignificant which is nice and a good reminder
0: yeah it definitely makes one good comment is better than you think about that good comment more than the 10 bad ones Mm -hmm. any given day
3: Yeah, for sure. And out of
0: the out of the 10 million people that follow you, too, I'm sure even the ones that don't message, you're making some sort of impact, whether it's a random laugh, even if they don't follow you or something and you come up on their page and it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is exactly what I needed today. Yeah,
3: like I honestly think laughter and like humor has been like the healing stone for me in every hardship of my life. So. It's just really helped me with anything. And so it's cool to use that skill, quote unquote, that I've learned and how to deal with issues throughout my life and to share it with other people and for them to resonate with it as well. is huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. It all yeah goes, that's super cool. It all
2: goes back to perspective. And we've touched on that a lot today. And just the way you convey your message and your content, it just like, yeah, like Will was saying, just touches so many people, then you might not even have the like wherewithal about but it's wild so
3: you guys what we do is so cool
0: oh <laughs> it yeah. is it is cool and it's like i mean however many years ago when we started it was like i would never do that i would never make videos blah 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 right and all sudden, i was embarrassed like i remember yeah.
3: my first one i'm like oh my god people i went to high school with are gonna think i'm like such a dweeb and i like didn't want to post it and like i can't even imagine what my life would have been like if i didn't you know
0: wild went for it yeah that's the important part
3: yeah i guess it's different because you guys are like men (laughs) so it's just kind of a different oh you guys are like macho like maybe (laughs) i don't even know what is that like
1: well yeah when we first started for sure like in the hockey hockey world it's most of the people are pretty like reserved and stuff like that and you don't really see or hear about players off the ice too much so Took a lot for like us to get used to, but also the other players um, that we were playing against definitely had some words to say. But we are able to mm-hmm. grow fast enough to actually have some sort of like, yeah, well, <laughs> your sister's watching us, so. <laughs>
0: That's great. All that matters. Yeah, it. Uh, it. I mean, it was definitely strange, and even like telling our families, like, we're gonna go for this full time. <clears throat> And they're like, why don't you take the safe job with blah, blah, blah. And it's right. just like, you know, we've come this far. We may as well go until we can't. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's five what years down What are the goals the you
3: guys here. have in like the next five years with what you're doing?
1: <laughs> We're no working on that every day. One one little step, but we still don't have our full direction yet. Yeah, yeah it's it out. so hard to know. Our next step is Lawson's uh, wedding next weekend. That's why he can be here today. We yeah, do have our first, our first wedding.
3: The first one of you guys?
1: Yep, first one. Oh
2: my God. Yeah, we got a, our goal, I guess. Our goal is, uh, so there's technically 10 of us in the group. And so we're trying to have like one bachelor party per year for the next 10 years. It's kind of the, the timeline for the the wedding phase of our group.
3: That's so funny. Does everyone have girlfriends
0: for the most part? most, Yeah, we're, most we're getting there.
3: There you go. Just speed it up. I'm sure if you tell the girls about that, they'll love that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta funny. say, I was looking on your Instagram bio and you said that I don't forget what it was word for word, but you referred to SNL as a, a goal that you potentially want to be on. Is that something that you want to do? make your way out oh, yeah. to snl it's
3: like you can just be there for a little bit i just yeah. i think that's like the epitome of comedic genius i'm just like that's like <gasps> that would be insane
1: yeah i think you'd, you'd associate
3: it. it with joy and like my family like we would and whenever we'd watch that we'd always just feel happy and laugh together and i felt really close to my family in those points um but yeah that's a dream i feel like if i write it and put it out there then more likely it'll happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got the skits, so you got to send them a proposal and be like, Hey, I'm headlining this Saturday. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's that easy.
3: (laughs) Do you think you guys would do better if you shared more of your personal lives? Or do you think that's not your brand?
1: Well, I think, We also post, like, on our individual accounts, too. I think that's a lot of our personal lives.
0: Like, do you
3: think you guys can post that you're in relationships because so many women, like, follow you? Or do you think that, will like, in their heads, they'll look at you differently? Oh, that...
0: um, no. Everyone knows. And, like, I feel like most of my most-liked Instagrams are when I'm with my girlfriend. Yeah. And she gets people messaging her, like, you guys are so cute, blah, 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 like, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And it's... So she's like she. I, have, I think I think all the girlfriends are probably a little like hesitant at first, right. being like all these random people are messaging my boyfriend or something like that. But right. I mean, at the end the, of the day, we're all everyone knows mm-hmm. the like important things in our life. Yeah. We're, our, we're not hiding anything. Our like
1: core that. fans, they they know all the girlfriends by their first names and stuff, and they always like get like excited when they see them and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Okay. The core fans that were a group definitely love supporting it and stuff mm. like that. But
3: yeah, I have a friend who does like, I mean, it's not only fans it's borderline only fans. Um, but she's like this really sweet girl she's in a great relationship, but she like doesn't ever post and They've been together for like four years. And she's just like, that's the image. Like she can't, I'm like, that's wild to me mm-hmm. since that's like my whole brand. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. that's right. Crazy.
0: Yeah, I think that uh I mean, this is kinda just goes back to like even you were saying there's some people, um, like you noticed that these guys here were filming at the hockey game and it's just like mm. it's always we've always been very open with everything. And even like back in when we were making college videos, people were asking for tours of our college houses and things like that. And there really hasn't ever been anything that's been hidden and i think that's why people like to relate to us too because they want it from the maybe from the male side they're like yeah what are they what is their life with dating or just different things like people are obsessed with my dog when i lived with my parents after graduation (laughs) it's just like and they all know my dog every time we post him now and it's it's just little things like that Uh,
2: i definitely think that like our individual accounts kind of like will was saying what frizz was saying like that's where we were like an open book like we let people into our lives like like my girlfriend's on there and like i talk about the stuff that's like super important to me like mental health stuff my girlfriend blah blah blah. but then i even think like in our main accounts kind of transitioning to like tapping into more of our like personal sides as well as we're moving forward
3: yeah i don't think that'd be a bad idea like even because like having the hockey guys Like, I feel like hockey men are just labeled as this very, like, they don't have all their teeth, and they're really strong, and they're just, like, so caveman men-like. But then the sweet side, like, you guys have your girlfriends, and then I think you guys talking about that, or, like, talking about, I don't know, like, we got in a dumb argument. What do you guys think? Or, like, I feel like a video like that could totally go viral if you have two totally opposing views, and people would comment on stuff like that. I'm just thinking
0: no we have been 24 uh,
3: 7 thinking content
0: we've been uh big fans of isaac and ali lately isaac rochelle and allison cooch and oh, they're they've like, done so good yeah, yeah. and he, he he actually came on the show when he was in minneapolis and he's just like it's so much more fun doing it together um and then he obviously gave us some husband psa tips and things <laughs> yeah. like that but uh <laughs> it works for them and it works for some of the most popular people. And it's, it's honestly just like, it's just easier not having to tiptoe around different things too.
3: That's so true. But Man, I wonder what your content will look like in a year from this podcast.
0: It's every one. We have one married guy. Who knows? Maybe an engaged guy. One engaged. <laughs> yep. Wow. Keep the cycle going.
3: <laughs> you guys should document that.
0: Oh, I think this wedding YouTube video next weekend is going to be really fun. Yeah, we've yeah. been
1: we've been uh, showcasing a lot of Lawson's wedding stuff so far. And uh, people have been loving it. So we'll see what happens next weekend when it's the big day.
3: What's your guys' most viral video?
1: Uh, we did this video where we pranked Johnny. We all... Um, so we used to film at college in like three three spots, like pretty much all our videos. And um, we all lined up behind Johnny, and he was at the front. And then we told him we were going to do this like sassy kind of looking and dance. And, <laughs> sassy. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> he went hard, and he did it really hard. And we didn't move. So it was like we pranked him kind of. And that took off on Stop. Instagram Stop! I want to see that so bad. Yeah, we'll send, it, we'll, it, to we'll send it. it to you. He he went in, and it's people so, loved it.
0: It's so crazy because it's like, it's maybe a six-second video, yeah. yeah. And then we put so much work into another. Isn't video. that wild? It's so six tr-
3: seconds, and it'll change your life. Like, uh huh. That's funny.
0: Yeah, it just you know <laughs> we still haven't figured out exactly, the vir- virality factor of everything, but. I think it's changing too.
3: It changes. Mm-hmm. It definitely changes.
1: Yeah. We are thinking, uh, your next talk, you guys collab. I think we'll have to teach you how to skate.
0: Mm.
3: Ski
1: skate skate. Ice, ice skate
0: <laughs> as the Americans call
3: it. I literally can't even like, wait, that would be a great video. You're exactly. right. Exactly. Let's do it. Would I have to go to Minnesota.
0: You'd get to. I <laughs> <laughs> would I get to go to Minnesota?
3: I didn't mean to like that. <laughs>
1: that or if we find ourselves in uh, Tampa. In Tampa. You can find a rink in
0: Tampa.
3: There is one in Tampa. I would totally if we could come up with like three videos, I would totally go to Minnesota. And we could film something fun and then talk about whatever, but I think the skating one is, is a really good idea. Because yeah. people like seeing others try new things.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we then go. perfect. In the winter, when it's really cold, you can come and learn to skate outside. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we'll How the... cold does it get in Minnesota in the winter? Uh,
0: cold. Minus 10? Yeah. Minus cold. Yeah, oh, wow. some, It gets cold.
2: But You need to buy a, a snow coat and a hat and some mittens
3: some mittens i don't have any mittens.
1: when's the last time you've seen <laughs> snow
3: i went skiing in colorado but it was like during the summer like i literally had a crop top on oh
0: <laughs> that doesn't count it
3: wasn't even yeah that doesn't count i think the coldest i've been in has been like 30 degrees
0: we'll do a full like minnesota winter we'll like take ice fishing and skating
1: and oh you'd have some funny videos ice fishing People i'm sure you'd have some comedic <laughs> yeah genius sitting on uh, sitting on the ice in the tent
3: that would be a funny video
0: we just like you don't like are you like sports? quiet when you ice fish are we quiet
1: mm, no yeah,
3: like so the fish don't
0: hear you no <laughs> no oh, there you go that'd be a perfect <laughs> perfect question to ask your
2: ice fishing so we, boyfriend. we had two videos uh-huh. lined up <laughs>
3: Oh my god we're geniuses there we go the third one i could like try to be one of the hockey guys like for a day like part of the crew
0: yeah that'd be great too
3: and you guys like are all like at the end like drinking beer and i'm like chugging with you guys we're all skating <laughs> together i can like turn like just start talking like a dude and get all like, i don't
0: oh, yeah. know <laughs> yeah maybe we'll we get... just came up with something great i think so yeah. too
1: so lawson when you hear this Start writing down because this is gonna happen.
3: <laughs> yeah, write it down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Kat, it has been a it's been super fun getting to know you a little bit more. Um, obviously, we didn't get to meet you in person, all of us, but uh, hopefully, we'll make this thing happen and we can all get together.
3: Okay, I'll see you guys in Minnesota then.
0: All right, mm-hmm.
1: perfect. Sounds yes. great. Thank you, Kat. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for we really coming appreciate
0: on. you coming on.
3: No, you guys were great. It was so nice doing this. I'll do it in person next time. It's going to happen. I'm telling you, I'm like saying it out loud, and every every time I say something out loud, it happens. So it's going to happen.
2: Love
0: it. Okay. Love it. Perfect. Perfect.
2: Thank you.